0: Welcome to National Transport Podcast, Episode 8. My name is Alex, and on this week's episode we'll be covering the bus open day that raised money for charity, Wright Buses rumours that they will be selling up, Galloway's withdrawal from Suffolk contracts, service changes in Bristol, disappointing figures for Aberdeen's Park and Ride, Liberty Bus beginning electric MetroJacker trials, Explore Dundee's bus route 360 being axed, and go northeast teaming up with the World Transplant Games. And don't forget, visit our website at bit.ly forward slash NATTP. So, let's get on with the show, and we will open up with the bus open day that raised £1,500 for charity. An open day at Stagecoach East Bedford depot has raised £1,500 for Cancer Research UK. A selection of modern and heritage vehicles operated by several Stagecoach companies were on display along with a number of privately owned buses. The event was coordinated by the Hertz and Beds Group of the Omnibus Society to celebrate 100 years of the building's continuous use as a bus depot. Over one and a half thousand visitors visited the depot on the day, with rides through the bus wash and the opportunity for visitors to see their name on the destination display of a bus proving extremely popular. Richard Morgan of the Omnibus Society says, The number of visitors to the depot, both enthusiasts and local families, demonstrates the interest that there is in buses. Many of the young visitors are bus passengers of tomorrow. Moving on to Wright Bus Now. Rightbus rumor mill continues as Weichai is named as a potential suitor. Chinese engineering firm Weichai, part of the state-owned Shandong Heavy Industry, is interested in purchasing Rightbus for around 50 million pounds, according to the report in the Daily Telegraph. According to the newspaper, representatives from the company have been in talks with Rightbus bosses and its Co Antrim headquarters. The report stated that Weichai was the only bidder thus far to propose an offer which would keep the entirety of WrightBus' group together and operational. However, neither WrightBus or its advisors at Delight w- would comment on the Chinese company's involvement, with the spokeswoman for WrightBus adding, WrightBus has not accepted an offer from any party nor has it gone into any period of exclusivity with any company. Discussions with a number of potential investors remains ongoing. Moving on to Suffolk now with Galloway. Galloway's withdraws from Suffolk contracts. Suffolk operator Galloway's has given notice that it intends to withdraw from contracts to provide services on routes around Ipswich, the DIS Express has reported. The firm intends to withdraw from contracts for routes 112, 113, 114, 115 and 116, which serve this I, Mendesham and Debenham from 18th of October. Galloway said that whilst the contracts were due for a renegotiation in 2020, this was done to bring matters forward, but confirmed that they would bid during any re-tendering process. A spokesperson for the County Council, which is undertaking a review of Rural Bus Services, said, These routes will be tendered out shortly, and while there may be some changes, we intend to stay as close to existing routes as possible. Most passengers will not be impacted as any new tender will start the day after the current one ends. This is a good opportunity to try and integrate some of the other bus services which are currently under review. Down to Bristol now. Service changes announced in Bristol. West of England has announced a raft of service changes in Bristol from Sunday the 15th of September. These are scheduled to coincide with the start of the busiest period of the year in the city, and aim to provide extra capacity on peak hour journeys, as well as making other changes in response to customer feedback. Bristol Service 2 will see an additional capacity. Services 48 and 49 will be extended to Live Green and the Bath and Bristol Science Park, whilst the new X49 will be introduced between Staple Hill and the city centre. Metrobus M1 will see extra buses during the morning peak, although the off-peak frequency will be reduced slightly to better match demand, whilst Monday to Saturday evening journeys will reduce to every 20 minutes. Service T3 will be withdrawn, whilst the Q-buster buses will return to ensure more capacity is available at times of disruption or high demand. Ian Cole, Operation Director for Bristol and First West of England said, The changes we're making in September represent a significant investment in our Bristol services. We're adding more capacity, increasing frequency and making changes to ensure that our services are more reliable for our customers. We have listened to the feedback and made changes where possible to reduce the impact of service revision. We know that congestion in Bristol is often exaggerated in the autumn with the end of the summer holidays. The extra pressure on the city's roads and networks makes it very challenging to run our services, but these changes are designed to ensure we are providing the best level of service we can for our customers. The return of our highly successful QBuster buses adds extra capacity at the busiest and most congested times to support our services along this period. Going up to Aberdeen now. Disappointing figures for Aberdeen's park and ride. Aberdeen's Evening Express has reported that the recently built park and ride facility at Crabestone is being used by just seven cars per day. Under a Freedom of Information request, the newspaper revealed that there has been some dramatic drop in the city's other two park and ride sites. Whilst the 996 space Crabestone site, which was opened in June 2017, has dropped from an initial daily average of 14, originally served by both First and Stagecoach, Crabstone, situated near the city's airport is now only served by half-hourly Stagecoach Service 37. The figures revealed that the city's other two long-established park-and-ride sites are also suffering, with an average of 183 motorists using the Kingswell site daily in 2018, compared to 213 in 27, although this is an increase on 2016 figures, Meanwhile, the 532-space Bridge of Don site, which has been seen its service reduced to half hourly, has seen a number of daily users halved since 2015, with an average of just 56 cars a day. Councillor Sandra Macdonald, the council's transport spokesperson, said the decline was reflective of a decline in bus patronage across Scotland. As a result, the park and ride sites at Bridge of Don and Crabstone have seen a reduction in the frequency of bus services operated at the site, which is not conductive to attracting growth. A report by NEST Trains showed an 11% drop in the number of bus passengers in the northeast of Scotland since 2015. First Aberdeen's operations director, David Phillips, said, The key to success is for any park and ride setup is an incentive onward bus travel versus continuing on a car journey. Unfortunately, this is currently not the case for either of the city's park and ride facilities, as it is reflected in the passengers figures, and work needs to be done to justify these strategically important locations. A spokeswoman for Stagecoach North Scotland added, Park and ride facilities play a vital part in sustainable travel for Aberdeen City and Aberdeenshire. One full bus can remove up to 75 car journeys from the road, reduce overall emission levels to help improve air quality, When compared to the car travel, we are able to offer competitive journey times through bus priority in the city. This makes for a smoother and more consistent journey, which also eases the congestion, especially during peak times. We are currently working with local authorities to promote park and ride sites and encourage the public to use sustainable travel where they can. Switching over to Liberty Bus now, Liberty Bus begins electric Metro Decker Trials. Jersey operator Liberty Bus has announced it's to trial an OPTAIR Metro Decker EV demonstrator on the island over the next six-week period. On loan from the manufacturer, the electric double-decker will be put to the test to access its suitability for the company's routes. Kevin Hart, director of Liberty Bus explained, It is important to do a full trial of this bus to be sure it is right for the island and for our service. Whilst it's on the road, we'll be monitoring passenger loadings, punctuality, reliability and charging and run times. We'll gather feedback from drivers on how it handles the Jersey roads and from our customers about the experience on board. Deputy Kevin Lewis, Minister for Infrastructure, welcomed the announcement. I have been keen for us to trial electric buses in Jersey and I'm delighted that Liberty Bus is now making this happen. This supports our sustainable transport aims and also the government's ambition to become carbon neutral by 2030. We will be working closely with Liberty Bus, monitoring the results of the trial. The vehicle will be starting its trial on Route 15 from Wednesday the 28th of August. On to Dundee now. Explore Dundee's 360 route has been axed. Explore Dundee has announced it is withdrawing its 360 circle bus routes after low patronage numbers made it no longer viable. Initially the route was introduced on a trial basis and utilised an electric bus on loan from Wright Bus. However, from the beginning there were doubts concerning its viability. The route will transport its final passengers on the 28th of September 2019. And finally, Go North East teams up with the World Transplant Games. North East has announced its partnership with the World Transplant Games. As part of this collaboration, competitors, team delegates and volunteers which support the World Transplant Games will be eligible for free travel on Go North East buses. The games take place on the 17th to the 23rd of August and activities include archery, athletics, badminton, cycling, darts, football, golf, tennis, squash, swimming and volleyball. Mark Ellis, development manager at GoHead North Northeast, said of the events taking place in washington Heddon County Park and Gateshead Stadium, the bus is a great op- option for the competitors and volunteers to travel sustainably. We're delighted to be a partner of the World Transplant Games and to help promote organ donation in the future with our uniquely branded bus. Transplantation is hugely important and I know a heart transplant recipient and the difference it has made to her and her family. Graham Whittle, the chair for the World Transplant Games Newcastle Gateheads 2019 added, We are extremely grateful for Go North East support of the World Transplant Games, as great public transport plays a huge part in a successful event. Allowing free travel on bus services through the northeast is a great way to help us transport 2,500 participants, their supporters and volunteers around the region. The games are an inspiring event that celebrates a second chance of living life to the full and raises public awareness of organ and tissue donation. We have received amazing support from businesses which will help us deliver the best World Transplant games ever in Newcastle Gatehead. That's all the news we have for this week, but now I want to do a little bit of an update on October the 3rd, we will be attending the Coach and Bus UK event in the NEC in Birmingham. And on the 14th of November, we will be heading up to Nottingham City Transport to talk about their 120 Scania gas buses they have launched. And that is all from me this week. I will see you all next week. And remember, if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to give us a rating on iTunes. You can join us on Twitter, at Podcast National, Facebook, National Transport Podcast, and Instagram, Podcast Plymouth. You can also send us a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash n-a-t-t-p forward slash message. Or you can visit our website at bit.ly forward slash i I'll see you all next week.